0: Thank you, thank you once again for considering this message on resilience, and for now, for today, 500 seconds of resilience. Teasing out from the book Resilience: The Media of Presence, this urgency meeting and this podcast is really meant to introduce you to the concepts, the definitions, and the approaches to applying that idea in your own life and on your own journey. So for this topic today, let's, let's call it practice or definition. For resilience, the question today is process, I'm sorry, practice or definition. And a follow on question would be, would you prefer a definition Or practice and even in those first two questions did you notice that there's no sense in that question called knowing not that that is an answer in this topic today but your senses have never included knowing your senses to see smell touch taste feel comprise what you do in every moment without ever thinking about it. Notice also that thinking wasn't on the list of senses for us. So if you prefer a definition, the next question will be whose definition? Typically, we tend to default to their definition or the definition according to them. Okay, that probably sounds complicated. If you prefer practice, how about this? Then whose practice? Use that same approach to the definition question. Do you use your definition or practice or use someone else's definition or practice? Do you use your practice or would you use in this case my practice of resilience? Even if mine appears as better if there was such a thing as yours, could you do what I do the way I do it at all? Of course not. Nor could I do what you do the way you do it. Even if your example was pristine, it was no no example in this world existing like you, but can I do it like you do it? No, I probably would try, particularly if you played a better golf game than I do, or if you ran faster than I do, or you spoke better than I do, or if you were taller than I was, or in better shape than I am, or had more hair, I'm pretty much bald, than I have. I still couldn't do that. I couldn't buy your clothes. I couldn't wear your glasses. couldn't drive your car. couldn't live in Beverly Hills or in India. But I'm saying it to be a little bit facetious here, but in comparing one one's practice or definition to someone else's, it's not worth the effort. So even though that could help to... Start the investigation, the introspection, the question of how we do what we do individually. That can apply to anything that we do in this world. We're all coming here in this world unique. Skilled in a certain thing that the creator gave us to do. A certain direction, purpose, and message to deliver. And again, that kind of points to the main point of the book, Resilience, the of Presence. The approach or the direction or the compass to get to the reasoning and understanding that that must come from you from within yourself. So again, going back to the earlier topic here today, whether you prefer a definition or a practice or a design, you have to consider developing that for yourself. Certainly, you can use references or observations, hopefully without the ego and fear called vanity, to support the questions or answers you expect. So whether practice, purpose, definition, design of purpose, that awareness and understanding must come from and to you to exercise, to execute, to feel and express with humility and confidence, also called courage. So I'm asking you to use the senses you came here with, just as everybody that you encounter comes here with and that we have in common. But going further beyond the senses, we also share the beauty I have described in resilience, meaning having more courage than vanity. That is that commonness, that inherent connection, that potentially shared same power and force, that ability to lead that will emit from within you. And really like the light aspect of the beauty I described in the book. That light that desire that drive must get expressed whether you know it or not in your presence and thus that's the title resilience the Beauty of presence in and through our respective presence we can connect and disconnect with everything and everyone we encounter either for a very long or a short period. We don't control those encounters, whether it be family, friends, total strangers, or outright enemies. We cannot control that. Also, we have to understand and accept that that presence will emit from us individually, and we must do that without attaching to, judging, are resisting any experience we have out there in this world. Again, those encounters or those experiences, we can never control them. You can't script out where you want to go, how it's going to happen, how it's going to look, how I'm going to feel. Those are all variables that we have no control of. But who we can control and influence consistently is you. Do you want to do that? Do you want someone to do that for you? Now, of course, that could turn into something or somebody doing something to you. That's another subject for another time. But let's pull back to do you want to do that to control the influence you have on yourself? That is essentially the subject of the definition or the practice that I'm asking you to consider defining for yourself and to put in play every day. If you need more clarity or information on this podcast or previous ones or the overall overarching book, Resilience, Beauty Presence, please head over to 820podcast.com. Until we meet there, please stay present, stay current, always 820.